0: All right, well, let's talk about this hockey. Hockey, right. Okay. Welcome to checking out the competition, Los Angeles Kings. I figured I should probably start doing these uh, pre-games again, because despite my best efforts, the hockey games keep happening. (laughs) It's crazy. Um, We're joined again by Robin, who is from Jewels from the Crown. Robin, how are you doing? I am... Slightly better than I was on Monday.
1: Thanks for asking. That's great. What happened on Monday? The Kings lost. Oh, that. (laughs) And then they beat the Isles. So then I was like, okay.
0: Well, the last time they played the Flyers back in the beginning of this month, they won 6-3. to So things are looking up for your team, I would say. Um, Mostly because as bad as things were back on January 1st, somehow... I believe they are worse now. Um, So uh, a 10 p.m. game for the, or 10 a.m. game for you, 1 p.m. game for the Flyers. They never do well in afternoon hockey. So (laughs) skipping to the end here, I think the Flyers are going to lose, but that's not important. What's been going on with the Kings for the last month? Uh,
1: That's a really good question. Um, As usual, it's like, one step forward two steps back at least that's kind of how it feels like they they've been better in the month of January where they're at least slightly more consistent and they haven't been quite as bad about sort of letting that mentality of like oh we suck because we fell behind a goal or two early but um uh I had a point and I forgot to say I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> That's okay.
1: It's uh it's kind well, of let me, let me start that over. I'm sorry to make you
0: have to edit that out. Guess what, Robin? Not gonna <laughs> So just roll with it. That's what we do here.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, Broad Street hockey. Um, yeah, so I mean just let me sum it up. They they're slightly more consistent throughout the month of January than they were in the month of December.
0: Okay. And I feel like the big news, obviously, that all of us kind of like in the hockey sphere are learning about now is uh, Quinton Byfield, who got his first NHL goal against the Islanders the other day. How's he looked so far?
1: He's been really good. He did really well in his first outing against the Avalanche, which was his uh, I believe his se- season debut, because he broke his ankle in a preseason game. Uh, crashing into the boards, you know, always fun. Mm-hmm. Of course. And, um, yeah, he's just been pretty pretty steady, pretty electric. But it's weird because he did really well against the Avs. And then, for some reason, maybe because they want to ease him in, that's, that's what the, the broadcast said anyway... Um, his ice time fell by like half in two games. Oh wow, that's and he lot. went from 15 minutes to like eight minutes.
0: And just like no particular reason, just kind of like they're just trying to limit. That's that's the reason. Huh. Okay, I love NHL coaches. <laughs> He's very good. But he's only 19, so let's not play him too much. Exactly. You don't want to have him do too many good things out of the gate. That's terrifying. Um, So back when we last talked, we talked a bit about how Jonathan Quick was sort of back to doing old-school Jonathan Quick things, i.e. being a good goaltender. Um, His numbers remain, like, you know, pretty okay. He's got a 914. Um, How has he looked over the last month? Is he still playing pretty well?
1: Yeah, I would say so. He's not on quite as hot of a start. He's not quite as hot as he was to start the season, but um, he definitely looks very solid and not like the guy who you would be like, oh, dear God, Jonathan Quick is playing. Um, I hope he does not let a beach ball in from center ice. There is always that possibility, though.
0: Okay, okay. That could work in the Flyers' favor because a fluky goal is about the best they can hope for these days. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm so <laughs> I'm so negative about the Flyers right now. They're they're really testing my will to live. But um, who's been the most exciting player for the Kings over this month? Oh, oh, that's a really good question.
1: Um, I, well, I'm biased, so you I mean. You. I would say, you know, Cal Peterson, he has he probably won't be seeing the Flyers because he started against the Isles, but just in case, you know, the the Flyers play really well and and Cal Peterson has to step in for some reason, um he has like really turned his season around after he was benched and then he got COVID. Like COVID really messed things up for him, but he's better now. In terms of like Skaters, I would have to say um, two people to look out for, Trevor Moore, because he's been playing really well on Philip Deneau's line, and um, Blake Lizotte. Blake Lizotte, they call him the Mosquito or Skeeter because he's really annoying, and oh, he just kind of <laughs> yeah, he just kind of buzzes about. He's that annoying little guy buzzing around in your
0: ear, and you're just going, go away. I, I don't thank you so he's travis connect yes but, but without the hands and probably playing better than travis <laughs> no. oh, poor travis connect I, I i assume they're all doing their best um maybe they're probably trying <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna assume that they're trying um What would you say has been uh, the weakest point for the Kings? Like, what could the Flyers do to beat them?
1: Their defense. Um, Olimata is... I'm sure you recall watching him in Pittsburgh many, many Mm -hmm. years ago. That was the highlight of... That was the peak of his career in terms of how good he was.
0: Yeah, I remember uh, a lot of Flyers fans wanted... That kid, when he was a kid with the fan or with the uh, the Penguins, he's just not so good anymore. No, he is. Actually, it's funny because.
1: Hang on one second. Uh... Sorry, dog came in to sunbathe. (laughs) (laughs) No worries. I I, I don't mind her here, but she hates when I'm on a podcast or on a call or anything, and she just like flips out, and then like. Bangs on the door so that she can leave. Um, anyway, um, oh yeah. my God. <laughs> when he was playing against the Islanders, and I guess this could probably happen to anybody, but he lost the handle on the puck behind the net, and the goaltender was already, like, shifting away from the post. He wasn't under pressure. There was nobody within, like, six feet of him on either side. He just sort of lost the puck to sort of roll off his stick. Okay. And then he just kind of stood there. And it's like, what 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 are you what are you doing, buddy? And um he's not exactly what I would call fleet of foot. So anything that they can do to really put pressure on the king's defense, particularly Olimata's pairing, I definitely think that would um set the Flyers up for more success.
0: So right now, the Kings are third in the Pacific Division. Um, They do have a bunch of games in hand on Calgary, who I think are playing pretty well right now, if I remember correctly. Um, Do you expect that the Kings will find themselves in the playoffs this year? I
1: think it'll be really tough for them. I think they are truly a bubble team, which at the outset of the year was like, hey, cool, they're a bubble team. This should be fun. And then, you know, six games losses, <laughs> six losses in a row, and you're like, okay, this team is absolutely trash. Um, I do think it'll be hard because I think Dallas is going to make a big push. And even though they're not in the same division anymore, um, that there's only two wild card spots.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I would kind of like to see LA make the playoffs. I kind of feel like LA is sort of, like low key on an Anaheim path with just like some young players that could end up being very exciting to watch like byfield i guess if the coach decides mm-hmm. they're in playing time um so that would be pretty cool i think they're a more ex- i mean obviously like a bit more of an up and coming team than dallas dallas is kind of boring if you ask me <laughs> yeah yeah i've seen enough of dallas <laughs> <laughs> So I'm sure that you haven't been watching very many Flyers games because A, California, and B, why would you? Um, so if you were to bet on the Flyers to win this game, why do you think they might be able to do it?
1: Well, I don't know. Maybe John Torquetti can inspire them. And um, I have no idea what that – the press conference that just happened – I still have no idea what that was about. I, what was the point, Kelly? Um because he said basically it sounded like the, there was a the flyers were open for business.
0: Yeah, it was a bit of a, a kind of a word salady press conference. I think that the main point of it was to appease a fan base that has grown so restless. they kind of had to like march the leaders out in front of the cameras to be like hey guys we know it's bad we're gonna try to make it better how not really sure but we're gonna try that's i mean that's pretty much the extent of it (laughs) there's not really anything they could have said really um because i mean like you can't say out loud that you're gonna try to sell your entire team like you've got to maintain a little bit of leverage if you're gonna try to make good hockey trades you can't really say out loud that you're going to tank. Like, no one really ever says that out loud all the way. Um, so, yeah, it was more just, like, I think, so that people stopped asking why no <laughs> one in charge of the Flyers was talking. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, they were probably like, oh, God, I don't want to talk to anybody. Well, they're going to yell at us. going <laughs> to happen?
1: Well, I think for the Flyers, it could be upping, like at least for individuals, upping their own trade value, or maybe just being like, "Hey, we don't actually want you to trade anybody from our team because we like being here. We like having Ivan Provorov on our team. We don't want to trade. We don't want you to trade Claude Giroux. I I don't know. I think usually whenever the rumors start, that's when teams sort of like." Mm come together and, like, unite as one.
0: I would like to believe that. I, I (laughs) like, when they got to the point where it was like, okay, you win in the game or franchise longest losing record in the history of the Philadelphia Flyers, which one of these will you choose to do? They lost. And then they (laughs) lost again. So I am, uh, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure if they can mentally pull themselves out of this. And I'm honestly not sure at this point with the injuries, if they're talented enough to pull themselves out of it, unfortunately. I mean, the injuries is like, you know, it's a little bit of an excuse. Like, obviously, other teams have injuries. The Penguins were without Crosby and Malkin for most of the season. They did just fine. Um but it really has kind of just completely exposed every weakness in the Flyers like lineup and their depth chart and everything has been exposed as much shallower than we thought it was. And so without those guys in the lineup, it's just hard to imagine how they, they pull themselves up out of this, but you know, the Kings, you know, the Kings aren't the, the lightning or the Avs or the Canes, no offense. So like, you know, a beatable team, you know what I mean? Like, you could you could beat the Los Angeles Kings on any given night, even if you yeah. are struggling. So this would be a good opportunity. But, like I said, for some reason, historically, Saturday afternoon games have been terrible for the Flyers. I, I don't know if they can't, like, like they can't deal with playing without a nap, like like an infant, like maybe they, if they don't get their nap, they can't play a hockey game properly. Um, they don't get to have their chicken fettuccine Alfredo before the game. I don't know. I don't really know why they can't play on Saturday afternoons, but they never do. Um, also, it's at home. Um, if there's a bunch of snow on the ground tomorrow, it's, it's probably going to be worth tuning in for Kings fans just to see how few people are in the building um, because attendance has been terrible uh, this season especially lately for obvious reasons. But if it snows, um, you know, quite a lot of people come to these games from the suburbs. So I would imagine they wouldn't. And you might have like some kind of real bad, like Arizona Coyotes, like Florida Panthers five years ago, type of crowd for the Flyers game, which is just, that's kind of the part that depresses me the most because this used to be like a very good hockey town. And the Flyers have done a very good job just completely removing themselves from the conversation, which
1: just kind of stinks. It's not fun. That's very sad. Kelly, you're kind of a downer today.
0: Isn't this exactly what you wanted to do on a Friday (laughs) afternoon? Just have a depressing conversation about depressing hockey things with a depressed person?
1: Absolutely. (laughs) Thank you so much, Kelly. All right. So just for fun, final score. What are you thinking? God. Um there's so many factors. So many. So many. If it snows, I feel like it's gonna be like a two-one or three one game. If the Flyers decide that they are not in fact an NHL team, Mm -hmm. then I kind of feel like it's going to be like another
0: like six four game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of expecting it to go about the way that the last game went, um, just because, like I said, back on January 1st, things were pretty bad. Uh, they have only gotten worse. The Flyers have not won a single game in the month of January, um, so it's it's just hard for me to imagine that under worse circumstances, the result will be better for the Flyers. I am leaning in and would like to see the Flyers beat the Sabres, uh, 18 game losing streak from last season, (laughs) because I think you're, if you're like, if you're going to do this, like if you're really going to do it, like let's just do it, let's just do it guys. Let's go all the way, beat all the records, like fire all the people, trade all the players. Like if we're going to do it, let's do it properly. Let's make a real big circus of the whole thing. And for me, that circus begins with losing 19 games in a row. So maybe we'll be on our way tomorrow. What is the um, current streak up to? Uh, They are at 13 losses. So this will be number four In a row? 13 losses in a row. A couple of them were overtime. So I guess technically winless because the NHL is dumb. But, you know, it's a losing streak. They haven't won a game uh, since December. So... It's, it's been a real party around here, Robin. We're really having fun. <laughs> it's been great. I'm starting to wonder, <laughs> I was making this joke the other day, um, that perhaps our podcast is cursed because um, we've never, the podcast never existed during a time at which the Flyers were actually good. And it seems to be getting worse with every year. So I worry that we're going to have to like fire Broad Street Hockey Radio into the sun and like salt the earth where we once sat and like, I don't know, sacrifice a goat or something to write what's happening. There's some kind of curse on the flowers organization. It's the only thing that makes sense, logically. Yeah, but,
1: but then we wouldn't get lovely gems from big boss Steph. And like, we can't live without those, Kelly. We need like Steph's crazy, like one-off lines. And you're like, what?
0: as uh, Steph will never shut up so we're not- <laughs> she doesn't need the flyers to keep talking she will keep <laughs> talking without question I don't think she listens to these so I don't know if she's gonna hear me say that um but I'll tell her that I said it anyway it's funny subscriber <laughs> I- noted talker
1: <laughs> I don't think she'll care I think she'll actually laugh and be like you know what that's probably true
0: yeah, I'm not sure anyone's listening to these pre-games anymore because no one really cares about the Flyers games. So, like, why would you care to learn what the Kings have been up to? The Flyers are going to lose to them anyway.
1: Yay! Wait, but, okay, so when you say, you know, fire Broad Street Radio, I mean, I thought you, like, like the whole podcast, or did you just mean, like, your pre-games?
0: Oh, no, the whole podcast. Whole thing. <laughs> the whole thing may have cursed the organization. I may be placing too much importance on our podcast, hard to say, but the timelines match up, so one has to consider.
1: Oh, sure. That's always a possibility, Kelly.
0: It, it also lines up with uh, Charlie O'Connor becoming a full-time beat writer. Things mm-hmm. have been on hell since that started. I'm not saying it's the reason, but I feel like, you know, one must consider for science, is Charlie the reason the Flyers are bad? Who can say? Yes, but... You know, there is one person you haven't mentioned. Phil Matz? Phil Matz is an angel. He does no wrong. Everything he does is perfect.
1: <laughs> no. I'm just I'm just saying, you know, they, they you have uh, alliteration here at your hands, Kelly. Maybe you're the
0: curse. Oh. Oh, I mean, like, obviously, if any one of us is the curse, it's probably <laughs> Although I feel like I feel like I well Bill's probably in it as long as I have I've been in it longer than Steph and Charlie as far as like sicko Flyers fandom so I have had a number of good years during which I was fully participating mm-hmm. in the Flyers universe so I would argue that that is evidence that I'm personally not the curse and that it may be me plus all of the other ones. And or just Charlie, and or just Steph. Who can say? I'm just saying we have to consider all possibilities at this point. Who
1: can say if it's really just Charlie? Charlie and Kersh start with the same letter. Exactly. Exactly.
0: I'm Charlie. Then. Yeah. So I didn't say a score. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say four to Los Angeles Kings. For the win in philadelphia on saturday afternoon so that'll be fun for you hopefully you enjoy that robin where can people find you on the internet if they
1: really want to you can find me on twitter <laughs> i'm robin underscore jftc
0: thank you and everyone check out robin's website jewels from the crown Learn a little bit about the Los Angeles Kings. They are more fun to watch than your Philadelphia Flyers, so maybe enjoy that tomorrow afternoon. Robin, thank you very much. Um Flyers fans, I hope you enjoy the snow that we are allegedly getting, though I am looking outside and there is nothing. Uh Robin, I hope you have an excellent weekend. Go Flyers. Thanks, Kelly.